1: Beak. Silly putty with a bang.
0: Welcome to another edition of Mullets and Memories, episode 10. I am your host, Dave Champa. I'm your host, Greg Klein. Guys, I want to apologize because you're going to get actually a, a double dose of Mullets and Memories this week. We Boom! completely missed last Friday's episode. Because it was Thanksgiving. We had reasons. It was. It was Thanksgiving week. We had a lot going on. Greg and I were, were working on something Monday and then we both had conflicts for the rest of the week. There was just a lot going on. So as our apology to Nate, um Oh Nate <laughs> We're going to release two episodes this week, so you're going to get ten and eleven back to back. So you'll be seeing them both released at the exact same time. So uh, again, apologies for those of you who are really itching to hear episode ten last week, but you're going to get this episode and next episode within about a second of each other. So yep. hopefully, hopefully, you guys have been itching for it because I know speed. Of cyberspace. Exactly. Because I know Greg and I have been itching to kind of get back into it because we're we're really digging the show and we've had a good... I've been meaning
1: to say something. I have yes. I've been itching and I thought it was because I didn't take a shower for a couple of days. <laughs> why were you itching? Is this
0: inappropriate? No. I don't know. You don't know why you were itching? I, I have a rash. Where? Everywhere.
1: <sighs> and the only cure is more MacGyver.
0: Let's do it. 10 episode 10 entitled Target MacGyver, and it's a good, good episode. It is a good episode. We we open up with the opening gambit, which, thank God, it's the last one that we see for the rest of the series. This
1: opening gambit was definitely the weakest out of all of them. It yeah. felt like a throwaway. Like, ugh, we have to do one more. Let's just, I don't know, let's come up with... The, it, it felt like a throwaway.
0: Oh, <sighs> Yeah. It was a ridiculous premise. Basically, MacGyver is assigned to find and rescue a lady general. And they made it very obvious
1: that she was a lady general. Yes. They mentioned it.
0: A lot. (laughs) Okay. So, and the best part is that she's being held captive in a house at the edge of a public beach.
1: Yeah. With big (laughs) glass doors. And she's, she's... tied to a a chair with duct tape over her mouth and you can see like into the house yeah you got the one of the creepers with the binoculars oh yeah one of the guy the kidnappers he's like hey man how there's a lot of beautiful chicks out there you still got those binoculars and it's like oh and the other guy said oh yeah they're over
0: there and he's just like just staring at these women meanwhile the general's just sitting there sort of she's kind of just annoyed she yeah. doesn't even look nervous. She just like rolls her eyes with the with the duct tape over her mouth. She's yep. not screaming or like stressing out or like struggling to. Here get Here we free. go again. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. So really, all you need to know about this is MacGyver gets his way into the house and
1: with his Swiss Army knife, of course,
0: he picks a lock again. Of with course, the Swiss Army knife. Of course, because that can happen. Greg, well, have you ever YouTubed it? We'll try it. We should try it. So he sneaks into the kitchen of this house and he sets up a timed distraction of pots and pans so basically like he 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 puts these pots and pans on a cookie sheet and then he puts the cookie sheet on the door of the toaster oven uh-huh. so that when he sets the toaster oven and the toaster oven goes off the door will shut and knock all the pots and pans yeah, over It like flips them all over i don't know why he was melting ice what was the purpose of that to make the floor slippery i don't no, know because he put the vegetable oil down so that the guys would come oh, in and yeah. slip on the vegetable oil was
1: that vegetable oil or dish soap it was Something incredibly slippery because they were doing some pratfalls. They were. That's pretty good, Oops, guys. And one of those villains was very familiar. I recognized him. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't. I've seen him a lot in recent TV. I didn't
0: but. do much looking to see if that was it. So, yeah. so he sets it off. He knocks it over. They, the, the thugs come in. They slip and fall over the ground. He doesn't actually free the general because he plans to cut her loose. But they chained her to. That's the chair. right, because she's handcuffed. He's uh, like, like oh around the
1: back foiled. So right. he just drags her out of the house into the broad daylight on a public beach. He's dragging this general who's tied
0: in duct tape onto this chair right. No one notices no nope. no nope. everyone's just having a good time <laughs> playing beach volleyball five feet from the house. so he gets her outside and he pulls the uh he pulls the garden hose out as yeah tight as he can, so when they come running out, he pulls it they trip they go over into the sand, then he traps them in the sand. With a lawn chair,
1: he throws like a lawn, like one of the reclining beach kind of, yeah, like a chaise, yeah, a beach chaise on them, yeah, and then jumps on top of them for to like ho- two seconds to hold them there, and then gets up and points the gun at them and
0: says, "Stay," and they do, and then we cut to the opening credits, and that was
1: it. It was terrible. It was really stupid. It was not good.
0: It was like you said. It was clear. That they were just burning off the rest of those because they just—I don't know if it was just becoming a production issue or if it was costing too much money to produce them. Yeah, but it was like you said, it was very clear that they were—they were done. Yeah, and it was that, totally a throwaway, and that was it. That's the last one we see for the entire series. So then we open up with MacGyver dressed up like a ninja. Yeah. He's got the he's kind of he's got his face a little grayed out and he's covered. He's in this like big black body. He's like a balaclava on. Yeah. And he says, "No
1: sooner did I get like the general back or whatever that I'm off to the do a job at at he says a Middle Eastern nuclear
0: refining plant." Yes. What is that? It's, it's, a, it's a Middle Eastern nuclear refining plant, Greg. Do your research. <laughs> so he's, of course, because he is who he is, he's been tasked with bringing the entire refining plant to the ground. Right. Single-handedly. So what do you think he would do? You think he'd probably set some bombs up around? No. He sets one bomb. it was more than one. Okay, so that was my next question. We only see him set the one bomb, and then he's gone, and he but detonates. But there, there are multiple explosions. I, I got the impression he set up, like, two or three. Okay, we, let's, so that's what I was going to ask you, because I only saw him set the one. So my okay. question was, do we assume that he set more than one? Because that was a really large explosion. I'm going to say yes. Okay, we're going to assume it was yes. Because Which is
1: also, why would you blow up? A nuclear refining plant. Aren't you just basically making a big dirty bomb yes. and blowing that stuff all over the place? Yes. I'm not really sure how those plants work, but it seems like a bad uh, idea. It
0: did seem like a bad idea, but you know he succeeded and he brought it
1: down. Yeah. I wrote Commando Mac with exclamation yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. So, Oh, uh, I'm just going to say, sorry. Go ahead. All the explosions, too, were definitely models. Oh yeah, so obviously models. Oh, absolutely. And I said they. I made a note. They blew their entire budget on the Hellfire episode. Yeah, or the, yeah, Hellfighters yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because that
1: was all real. This was all models. You could tell. You could <laughs> tell very easily it was all models.
0: Yeah. So Mac arrives home where he had a funny line where he's like, "I swear, from this point forward, I will never pick up the phone again for another job." Probably. Yeah, and it's so. very true.
1: <laughs> but it's funny, I don't know, this is not the first time we see Mac's house. No. The first time we see the house that they're giving him in this series, or this episode, or this season, I guess you could say, yeah. um, was the uh,
0: our our the s- sawdust th- and shopvacs th- episode. Th- the twins. Yeah. Yeah, the twins. No, the last episode, episode nine. Was it? Yeah, oh, it was. This, yeah, so it was the last wow, episode where we, we open up to him on his house, and he's got the big yellow sweatshirt on. Yes, that's right. So, and it's there.
1: It's his nondescript house above a cafe.
0: Yeah. So he arrives home to realize that someone may have broken into his house. And my favorite part of the episode is, uh, not one of my favorite parts, is you know, he reaches up, and there's no key. So, of course, what does he do? He turns his black light on, <laughs> and it points directly at the woven front carpet yep. to these beautifully placed footprint like side by side
1: like (laughs) someone stood with both feet next to each other on the carpet while they picked his lock or whatever yeah
0: so so he opens the door and turns out that somebody did break in but it wasn't who we thought you know you're led to believe like it's it's the guy somebody's after him or whatnot so it turns out it's a government agent named barney (laughs) was it barney it was barney really yeah because i when i watch it sometimes i have the subtitles on because i play it quietly and i i think it said barney so, Barney, the federal agent. <laughs> I heard. I don't know. What did you hear? I heard it start with an M. Interesting. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to go back and listen to it again. So, Marnie. Let's Marnie, just call let's him Marnie. Marnie okay. Let's call him Marnie, Let's call him Marnie because he's only in this scene. So, it turns out that it was Marnie in the, in the apartment. <laughs> so, he's basically there, and he, what he tells MacGyver is since MacGyver blew up the entire nuclear plant, um, he was ID'd. And the Middle Eastern whatever the country was right. put a hit out on MacGyver. And I think it's funny. You were ID'd That's all he says. Yeah. He's like, and oh. I'm thinking,
1: oh well maybe he was ID'd because he took his mask off at the end of that raid by himself. Maybe. And, and looked at every I'm like, that's stupid. Maybe he was ID'd leaving the country. How did
0: how did this man get ID'd? Right. It, it doesn't matter. Right. So, yeah. So, so he's been ID'd, and the entire country, I'm guessing someone in the Middle East, because they don't actually give a name of the country. Middle so, East. So the country. entire Middle East has put a hit out on MacGyver. So I'm going to let you reveal the name of our, <laughs> of our villain. So they put out the hit, and they hire basically like the A1, number one grade A thug by the name of Axminster. Ax, it's and it's not like, and it's not like he's an Axminster. That's like one word, Axminster. They hired Axminster. It's ridiculous. Really? Yes. Who comes up with those names? Axminster,
1: David. You know what he did? He killed that sheik. He killed a sheik in the middle of a prayer meeting.
0: In it, front of a, who knows how many people, he killed thirty
1: other people because he blew the place up. Right. So we have to get you out of here, Mac, because Axminster is going to come and he'll stop at nothing. He'll blow up your, he'll burn down your entire block to kill you.
0: That's but yeah. So basically, Axminster is Assmaster is um, he's a ruthless vigilante. Like he'll just stop at nothing to get what he wants. Right. Right, some this international hitman. Right, so they're like, all right, so you need to get out of here for as long as you for a couple weeks. You need to get out of here. Max, like, you know, I've been meaning to take a trip. Barney asks, well, where you where you going to go? You leave that to me. All right. Well, you got to tell me where and when and how long. No, he's like, no, you leave that to me because that's not the point. You just told me to go into hiding. I'm not telling you where I'm going. And then Barney's like, okay, or Marnie, whatever. Right. (laughs) He's like,
1: okay, well, we'll we'll get Axminster off your back we'll take care we'll take care of Axman.
0: so we cut to the next scene max on a bus <laughs> he's he's on his way to somewhere we don't know where he's going yet but he's on his way he's on the bus and he's and he's heading up he's heading out to where he's going and he has a nice little conversation with a with the gentleman on the bus so we're gonna play that clip for you right now whenever uh whenever As master's ready here <laughs> here we go All the right, bus go ahead Take a look at this. What? It says this here lady was attacked by aliens and had an alien baby. No kid? Yeah, in Alabama somewhere. Big on aliens in Alabama. No lie, full of strange people. That's why I'm going north. Back to see my family for a while. Makes sense. <laughs> And we never see this guy again. We never see the scene again. Right. Because then we cut back to MacGyver's apartment, and somehow Axminster <laughs> and his henchmen have tapped his
1: phone. Well, I'm presuming it's Mac's apartment. I thought the same thing, too, but they turn. You never see it. I, I think he's at the phone booth across the street, but okay. they never turn to fully see it. Oh. Yeah, I was paying attention. I thought, I was like, maybe they're there, but I don't know. Oh, Okay. Which is insane. Okay, so Barney or whatever, Marvin, whoever that guy was, said that they'd protect Mac from Axminster. Yeah. And if Axminster shows up at Mac's
0: apartment and they don't get him, they suck. And that's about what happened. Yeah. (laughs) So they, they get this message. And so a message comes in on Mac's phone, and it's from a guy named Harry Jackson. He's calling from a convenience store in a little town in Colorado. And he's so basically what Harry's saying is Mac, just bu- I'm I'm busy. Don't bother coming up here. I don't you know. And he's like, oh hell, you know what? You're probably on your way anyway. So I guess I guess I'll just see you when you when you get here. So they're able to find out that it's a convenience store in some podunk town in Colorado. Right. And so that's where they head. And like you just said, so Barvin or Barvy, Marvin Marvin Marnie, Mart Marnie, Marthaniel, <laughs> Mar- Mar- Marthaniel. So, um, Barf, he, uh, they didn't do their job. No, <laughs> <been> terrible. Because, <laughs> shitty, shitty ch- And that's <laughs> it. That's
1: the last time you ever hear of these guys trying to stop
0: Axminster. Right. Right. Because the next scene is you got Axminster and one of his, in his, like, head honcho is like, yeah, we're on our way. And you see him drive away. Right. And so Mac ends up taking the bus, arriving well,
1: what gave it away is the the bus the uh the card on the bus like the you know the destination thing, yeah. said denver, so already okay, they're in Colorado they're not but they're out, way outside of denver someplace, which it kind of doesn't make sense right, but um so Mac gets there and goes, i don't know where if you want to continue with this, no but go ahead, Mac gets there, you know, who knows how long that bus ride to, uh, oh I presume that Mac lives in California, yeah, denver to California, that's probably. On a bus? On a bus? Yeah. A, a day? Let's find out. Okay. Keep, so, t- anyway, keep talking so about So Mac the- takes that bus ride, right? Meets up with Harry. They go to Harry's cabin, and they start he's like reconnecting.
0: And we find out that Harry is Mac's, Mac's grandfather. grandfather. I'm right. going to refer to him as Pappy from okay. now. From pa- the, from pa- the Pappy of- Mac. Pappy Mac.
1: Okay. Pappy Mac. Um, and then really shortly after that, we we see a scene where Axminster- is arriving with his posse, presumably from where Max started from also, almost immediately. So they made it from somewhere in California, like on the coast, like on the beach, to Denver-ish in 20 minutes?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. All right, so I I don't know where in California he is, but I, I Googled Long Beach, California to Denver, Colorado. Yeah. It's a 1028 mile trip, 15 hours and 16 minutes via car. Wow. So that's not including buses with stops through the Rocky Mountains too. Yeah, so you're looking at you're looking at about a if you include stops with a bus, you're probably looking at eight fifteen 15 to 20 hour. Yeah. bus ride. Let's
1: say a 24 hour bus
0: ride. Yeah. Yeah. Ridic- Un- unreal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also Axminster for the, enti- the in- Yeah, the entire episode dudes wearing cataract glasses. <laughs>
1: Except for one little bit when in the Jeep and he, you see his eyes.
0: Yes, but he's wearing like old man
1: cataract. I almost, <laughs> and when I saw his eyes, I thought he was a cyborg. Yeah, he's completely just. And we got a cool little line here, but um, so where. So, Mac
0: meets, meets with Pappy Mac. Pappy Mac and Mac. So they share a heart-to-heart about why he left, but it's not really a heart-to-heart because Pappy Mac basically says, let's move on. We're not talking about this. Yeah, I haven't... So you learn that the last time MacGyver
1: saw his grandfather, he was 10 years old. And I think and he says that was... 16 years yeah, ago? Yeah, so Mac is 26? He's not 26 in that scene. <laughs>
0: no. I, I said that when I was watching it too. I was like, he's like, yeah, I don't know, it was like 16 years. But in the last scene, he's like, I haven't seen my grandfather since I was 10. So, you're telling me in that scene you're 26, you're not 26. Yeah, no. It's like I'm 34, right. and I look far older than you do it. Like, right. Good God. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, so time ty- uh, continuity and timelines are a little off. I would put Mac in his mid 30s at this point yeah. in the episode. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. All right. So, Axminster and his men are closing <laughs> in slowly on on the cabin. Oh, God. Mac and Pappy Mac are having breakfast, they're having fish for breakfast. Uh, Axminster and his men close in on the door. They break it down and find out that nobody. I have to say, Nobody's the, in the, the editing was good to make you think that. Yeah, what
1: the timelines were, but it turns out that Mac and Pappy Mac had already left, and Axminster was showing yes. up just after. So they did an no. interesting. Oh, Sorry, they did an interesting row in the timelines there. That was pretty good editing.
0: So we cut to Mac and Pappy. They're in a boat. They're they're in a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Boats and hoes. And
1: Pappy Mac like just had like all kinds of bling and chains and stuff, (laughs) and MacGyver had like gold teeth and And was like pouring pouring crystal on himself (laughs) on his little dinky boat in some podunk lake somewhere.
0: (laughs) But in reality, they're just fishing. Yeah. (laughs) So they they try to MacGyver again again tries to sort of broach that topic of like why'd you leave? Right. And he's like, let's just I told you to leave it alone. Right. I told you to leave it alone. So then Mac he reels in a fish and happy it was like oh like oh. guy was like grandpa get the get the net get the net i gotta catch this fish and within <laughs> he as, he doesn't even get the net and we see these gunshots go off right up above them and it's the and it's the guys it's axminster's men right attempting to kill mac and pappy mac right it was awful um but before axminster
1: and his men leave there's they have a little exchange i'm gonna
0: <laughs> oh yeah 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 no, I'm this play was here.
1: so this is axminster's men asking axminster what they want to do with macgyver can we i hate this i got it the worst <laughs> so ax monkey tells the last voice the last voice is ax machine so here we go
0: how do you want this guy macgyver dead or alive Dead.
1: Wait a minute. I'm just going to do
0: that again. <laughs> You're going to play it again from at the Ass yeah, Master? Yeah, here we go. Dead.
1: Dead. <laughs> okay, okay, just close your eyes. Pic- I'm going to close my eyes right now. Picture, picture yourself on the set of Predator, and Carl Weathers is standing next to you.
0: Oh, it's it's total. It's absolutely <laughs> right? Carl Weathers. Totally, <laughs> it's absolutely Carl Weathers. And and, and
1: actually, Predator was what nineteen eighty nine.
0: No, Predator might have been eighty. 80- I want to say Predator was eighty seven. So this was eighty five. So was, this was going peaking into eighty six. So we we're like a year out from Predator. Maybe yeah. maybe this was part of his audition for Predator, but he just <laughs> failed. This is definitely and- not
1: Carl Weathers. But Dead. okay, so Axminster is just this huge dude, but in like this. He's wearing khakis the entire time, yep. very clean, neatly pressed like yep. BDUs, like military outfit. Yep. Um and it's just this freaking cyborg who goes around like demolishing everything to get to the person that he's after. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's I don't know. He I mean, he's Dead. a good he's a good villain, but they don't really give him much to do other than to sort of brood and have a few lines here and there. He's he's the perfect
1: hollow villain.
0: Yeah, he's just like this.
1: This, yeah.
0: Anyway, so so they fall out of the boat, and so Mac decides. So so Mac creates a diversion. What he does is he takes he takes a piece of bark from a tree. He breaks out some reeds from the swamp, and he sticks the two reeds into perfectly placed holes in the bark. He must have whittled. I, I'm guessing he whittled a hole, and basically he creates, and it's a good diversion. So he sl- he throws the bark, and he kind of pushes it out into the pond, which gives the illusion that Mac and his grandfather are just like walking along the bottom of the pond, using the reeds yeah. to breathe underwater, so that they can kind of get away. Right. Kind of a cool little, kind of a it cool makes scene. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So they see him. They're like, "Oh, my, um, the assmaster!" Looks down and goes, "Oh, there they are." They're under the water. Fire. Shoot them. <laughs> like
1: just like that. Shoot them. And then they shoot and then and then he points at somebody's like, You go down there and check. <laughs> like, yes. yes. He, this guy should have been like a pro wrestler. Oh Can my you gosh. imagine him? Like like Hulk Hogan
0: versus Axminster. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Yes. Oh my gosh. All okay. right. So they use the. Okay, so they get. They get so obviously, they, they use it as the version so they could, get, they could run away. So <laughs> Pappy and Mac are on the run and they come across this plant. I can't remember the name of it, but basically, if the plant is ingested oh. or basically put into your bloodstream somehow, it knocks you out for hours. You know, it was the Athelis plant. That was that was that what it was called? Or, or King's Foil. King's Foil? Oh, yeah, because it's a weed. Okay. I missed the name of it. but um, So, yeah. So, Mac uses more reeds and crafts basically a dark gun to yeah. shoot the guys in the neck. It was awesome. Yeah, it was actually really good. But what I loved about it, so he hits one guy right square in the neck. Because he, he, he did say you have to get him in the neck specifically. Right. So, then he hits the other guy in the arm and the other guy starts to waver. And then Pappy comes out of one of the sewage drains yeah. and just... Pummels this guy with a law. Crunch. (laughs) He's like, "Yeah, hit him in the right spot." It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So here comes my one of my one of the parts that made it to me made no sense. But again, I'm not good with math and timing. So, um, (laughs) they decide. So he's like, "MacGyver's like, do you got a ranger station around here? No. Well, how about a how about a fire station or like a a fire whatever he calls it? He goes somewhere. He goes well. There's a there's a phone." in this town a little ways up it's, it's it's been deserted for a while but there should be a phone up there he's like oh well, how far is it eh, 10 12 miles yeah, yeah 10 or right. 12 miles away okay so even at 5 to 10 miles per hour you're still looking at a 4 to 6 so hour i've i've walked uh, uh,
1: from uh, to a town nearby that's te- i know is 10 miles away yeah and it took me
0: 3 hours right but <laughs> what kills me <laughs> on a road right so, what kills me about this is it's 10 to 12 miles to the nearest phone when there's a phone at the general store in the town that they're currently in, but who's keeping track of that, apparently? Nope. I mean, I understand that they're trying to get away from Assmaster, but right. it just doesn't they're like, yeah, it's like 10 or 12 miles down that way. And they're like, Max, like, all right, well, let's, let's go. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, he's really gung ho. It's like, let's go. So they hike up there and the next scene we see Mac is just kind of like lounging in a tree. Yeah. He he he, he grabs a sharp rock. That's right. He and
1: starts axe axing, axe yes. mastering. Yes. This oak
0: tr- like branch. Yeah. Oak is dense stuff. Yes. She's trying to cut a little wedge. It's hard to cut with a real axe. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's trying to cut this out. So he he makes a mention of like he's like, hey, grandpa, remember when you taught me about how to make a decoy? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, I remember that. So he, oh, it's all the stories about the Native
1: Americans doing this and that. Oh yeah, and he's like, and Harry's like, you know, a lot of those stories were uh, just that,
0: just stories. <laughs> I, I made those up. And Max like, it's like, yeah, well, they still work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So grandpa, grampy, Grandpappy, he fills MacGyver's vest with. Just a bunch of brush, yeah. which again doesn't make sense for what they're actually about to do with it. So, like Greg said, Mac is using the rock and he's kind of carving a little wedge to loosen that branch. And again, it should not have taken five minutes. Is not enough time to carve a wedge that deep and it's into like the branch of an oak tree, a
1: twelve inch diameter, maybe eight inch diameter branch on an right. oak tree.
0: Right. So he gets it down deep enough. So that what happens next gets is right on down deep, Grandpappy. Th- <laughs> throws the vest this is no reason for this to to, for that this part of the diversion he throws the vest basically in front of the jeep that's coming (laughs) whoa and it doesn't make them swerve what basically makes them swerve is macgyver uses his foot and kicks the oak branch that he dug that wedge in and knocks it down under the hood of the car which then drives the jeep off into a ditch and he's like oh darn at least i hope we could have gotten a jeep out of this yeah exactly the
1: next shot is like them walking away then axe Monkey is driving up in his jeep and sees these guys and he, all, doesn't he say two more down he's like two more down let's get him we gotta get this and then he keeps driving up like yeah he doesn't stop he so far he's lost four men and doesn't stop like the first time the guys that were shot in the with the darts yeah one of his his uh, other henchmen's like they're look they're alive do you want to get him he's no. like no no we gonna leave leave them yeah, it's like, okay, so he lost two men there, and then these two guys get knocked out. He loses two more. Now he's down to
0: four more. Four. There's only four guys There's left. Only four left. Yeah. Yeah. And they're idiots.
1: They are terrible They're, they're
0: All of them are idiots, even Axminster.
1: Yeah. He's, yeah. I, I wrote down he's a bull in a china shop. He's yes. just like-
0: yeah, you said it, you said it right. He just sort of like storms in somewhere, yeah. causes all this havoc, and then just yeah. like runs.
1: He has a scorched earth policy. About, yes, it's like okay, you're over there. I'm just gonna obliterate it. He's, he carpet bombs to get rid of
0: everything. Yeah, exactly. So. They get away, and they start trying to like find higher ground, essentially, as they're kind of moving more uphill. Like the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers song? Oh, it's, no, it's not. that's not. The, they covered it. But. Take me to the higher ground. The higher ground. Oh, oh yeah. But that's, they covered it. So oh, true. Hard. So Mac decides he's going to create a landmine using <laughs> pine pitch. My, when I was a kid, I used to chew pine pitch. And does It says it wasn't for the taste. It wasn't something for, about the burning. I, I don't know. even a line about yeah, how it was like, more for the it t- burning. The taste
1: was okay, but it burned really good.
0: Yeah. So he uses the pine pitch to create a landmine and buries it under the ground. And so what they do is they continue to climb to try and maintain that high ground, and they bury the landmine on the path. And then the Jeep approaches. Right. So what happens, and what I love is the Jeep parks directly over. Yeah, perfectly. Just perfectly right over that landmine. No, no, it doesn't drive over It, it doesn't drive to the directly on the center of it yeah. so basically so mac takes a pine cone and he like drizzles it in pitch he lights the pitch on fire and then throws the pine cones underneath like they throw a ton of pine cones under right.
1: that jeep to get that landmine so blow
0: the fir- oh that's oh wait the first one so the first pine cone he throws he throws it at a rock kind of it's like they're like oh what is that and then pappy comes out holding one and they shoot him <laughs> yeah they shoot pappy right in the like in the stomach in the gut yeah but he gets he
1: says he gets grazed like he doesn't yeah. It's not fatal, but he gets pretty, he gets pretty j- jagged up. Right.
0: So Pappy gets shot, and then he looks at Mac and he goes, "Just do it, just do it." And he throws that last pinecone yeah. under. I don't know. I, the pinecone didn't detonate, but it was close enough to the landmine of that pinecone pit. It just, it just sort of like mushroomed out, Boof. and just blew everyone Destroyed out of the, the, the jeep. Is everyone all right? Let's get him. And so yeah, so uh, so Axminster and his guys get up and they they try to go after they try to go after Mac and uh, so
1: somehow and M- somehow Mac and Mac pa- Pappy Mac get another huge head start. Yes, right? a huge head start, and they make with it- him being with Pappy being wounded right. and slowing them down right. So Ax Muffy and Mac and and. <laughs> <laughs> So let's pre- let's presume that Axe Panda and Mac and Pappy Mac are at the same point, and that Axe Potato is going to follow right. Mac and Pappy Mac. Right. The- Mac and Pappy
0: Mac make it miles and miles ahead. That explosion immediately. Yes, it, yes that explosion on the Jeep set them back. But not enough that they were right. like an hour behind.
1: Because they finally get to the, the town that, that Pappy Mac was talking right. about. That as the evening closes in, it's getting dark. Right. And Pappy Mac's getting pretty worn down because he is wounded. Right. Um, Only to realize that it is a complete ghost town yeah there's nothing and MacGyver's there. like when was the last time you were here <laughs>
0: that's right, that's right.
1: It's like oh it must have been a while
0: ago <laughs> and then he just passes out in his yeah. arms
1: and the place is completely deserted yeah yeah so okay night has fallen they've outrun axe machine and yes. they're holding up in this ghost town
0: yes so they have this moment so Mac creates an antibiotic using like um what did he call it what do he use S- pyrite, S- pyrite. Yeah, the silica from the pyrite and some clay. Yeah, so he makes an antibiotic basically to treat the wound, and they have this lovely heart-to-heart, and so Pappy Mac finally opens up and explains why he basically ignored MacGyver for those uh, 16 years. Just what is it that you do but... A little of this, a little of that.
1: Well, well, that that sure explains it. You're going to be okay, Harry. Ever think of hanging on a shingle as a medicine man? I've got something to say. I've avoided you. grandmother and your mom when the good lord took them I hurt I didn't want to be reminded so I just just kept moving seeing you
0: I missed you bud terrible well that sure was a sorry sight
1: well dave stop crying that was a great scene it was really hard it was
0: really good and as as we were looking at that i was actually looking up to see if the actor who plays harry is actually related to Richard Dean Anderson because they have the same last name uh-huh. but I can't find anything at this moment so I'm not actually sure if they were related cuz they first they they do strangely they they look alike yeah so anyway but that's neither here nor there so they have that really nice moment together and Mac decides the next morning after they've gotten rest well he got rest Mac didn't sleep that he's got a def- he decides to build the best defense that he can right and that means basically booby trapping the town which inevitably the henchman and and ax grinder will uh fall into. Yeah. You know that they're going to hit them. So he so one of the things he does is he uses grain dust. Yes. And he puts it down a funnel which he conveniently
1: finds a dry bag of grain, ground grain. Yeah. Oh yeah. In this ghost town. Yeah. A ghost Town probably for at least 15 years The grain isn't rotten or bad nope. or eaten by mice No,
0: nope. nope So if you put the grain dust down the funnel and then you light it up It explodes It explodes yep. on contact So he does that They end up using pine nuts as blasting caps yeah. To simulate gunfire and what he does then then the finally it's, it's for the the piece de resistance. Yeah. He saw he takes a saw and he saws halfway through a roof support. Yeah. Basically making it just unstable enough that if somebody were to go under it and they were to knock that beam, the roof would come collapsing down. Right. And that's basically what happens. Axe Master and all of his guys show up at the town very quietly Uh-oh. wandering around. The, okay. The next day. Yes. Oh, yes. Good call. So,
1: axe machine, axe master only hunts during the day. Yes, that's right. And he only shows up with the four guys he left, that he ended with. He never <laughs> went back to get the other four.
0: No. Nope. He just left. Yeah. He's just gonna leave them twelve, they left mi- the two 12 guys miles away. That are
1: probably gonna drown in the river because they they were knocked out with the darts. Right. The other two guys were like busted up in that car wreck.
0: Yes. And then. <laughs> Axe Puppy is like just there with his last yeah. couple guys. Yeah. So they kind of work their way through the town, and inevitably, they fall into every single one of the traps. The grain dust explodes, knocking two guys unconscious. The pine nuts go off, simulating the gunshots. What I love about that is when they go off, they just fire at the barrel. Yeah, they shoot at the fire. They just bar- shoot right. at the fire what? barrel. Like, and then, they're... and then they're distracted enough
1: that Pappy Mac can
0: clobber them again with a big yeah. stick. So that that's his weapon of choice. Is this the giant yeah. log?
1: He's, he's a he's got a melee weapon.
0: Right. So then, Ass Gobbler shows <laughs> up, <laughs> shows up. And of course, he's standing right under the roof support, and he and Mac get into sort of a hand to hand combat piece. Yeah. Which is amazing because considering this man has taken out like real, like, high, apparently higher, like, high up world leaders, he and Mac get into a scuffle, and Mac has the edge almost the entire fight. Yeah. No question. Him. Yeah. And his grandfather's like, Bud. Bud, you gotta get him closer to the center. Get him closer to the center, and I'm—he's like a boxing coach. Yeah. So, so he gets him in, and he goes, "Now, do it now." So Mac goes and he pushes the roof support, and perfectly timed, just as as Assmaster steps away, the roof support comes down and traps him underneath, and he basically just <laughs> passes out. We cut yep. to literal cut to the next day, and they're all still wearing the same clothes. Yes. Uh- so Pappy Mac and Mac have a have a share a moment before Mac goes away, and it's another heartwarming moment. So we're going to play it for you here before we close.
1: Hey Harry, catch that big old trout, will you? Count
0: on it. You catch that trout, Harry? Mm, yeah, that's it, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. So a few questions. No resolution. No to the assmaster. Did he get arrested? obviously we know he didn't get killed did he go back to where he came from like what the hell happened because
1: mac had no support the government his government buddies didn't do crap for him
0: right barbie decided that he was just not gonna like we see nothing from him after he's like yeah we'll cover you right no exactly. you didn't you didn't do shit for me oh. whoops oh, i hit the wrong button that was pretty um I really like the dynamic between Mac and Gramps. Yeah, they they they
1: they were good together.
0: I I guess John Anderson. This is a recurring role, so I think he. I guess he shows up again. Oh, um, this the actor passed away in '92. Wow, so he, not long it was, after there was this. the bulk of the series. So I, I don't know how many episodes he shows up in, but he is he does recur in there again. So I'd be happy to see that. Um, these guys are idiots. Total turds. The they're the villains were just terrible. Yeah, axe mummy. Axe. <laughs> axe mummy. Not, not a good villain. I'm, pr- I'm, I'm I'm keen to ask Gobbler. <laughs> I want him dead. <laughs> um, but overall, though, I mean, good episodes. Yeah, really episode. solid. They've been on a, a real streak here because we had last week's episode, The Prodigal with the twins. Yeah. It was kind of uneven, but it was a pretty solid episode. But this week was really, really good. Um, what do we got coming up? Well, no, not next week. What do we got coming up in the next episode that should be airing at the exact same time? We've got the episode nightmares enemy agents capture macgyver and poison him with a hallucinogenic drug that will kill him in six hours unless he can somehow escape and steal the antidote it's a brutal episode it's a brutal episode it was it was gave me some nerve i got some nerves yeah from that episode but uh but we'll we'll check that out in the next episode guys so for mullets and memories episode 10 i am dave champa i am greg klein have a great week guys and well, maybe it's time for a smoke.